Love the reaction we're getting on the text. Well, I got to read this one before we get to Greg Matzik. From Greg, another Greg. Any chance Stearns left to become the general manager of the Packers? Kind of kidding. But I'll take just about anybody over the two clans of Green Bay. Gouda Kunst and Rodgers. Greg. Greg Matzik, was that your text? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that was was for me. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I hear you're hungry, Greg. I, I know you've been all over this David Stearns news today. Did you skip lunch? Yeah, no. We, this was a get the kids off to school, you know, grab a little thing of yogurt, and then wait a minute, what's going on? Uh, we were alerted a little bit before the actual news broke that this is going to happen, being the flagship of the Brewers. Sometimes we have to sit on information, uh, as with our partnership for the uh, with the team. Yeah. But it did allow us to get our news team sort of assembled and get people put in the right place. So I was in the room when David Stearns and Matt Arnold addressed the media. I thought it was a very interesting press conference to be a part of. Yeah, we just listened to the entirety of it, Greg, and I, I was curious. What was the in that room what was uh what was your takeaway from david stern saying you know he's not ready to step away from baseball he's stepping into this advisor role it just feels a little sticky to me greg well I, there's a few things that i i think need to be pointed out number one this is not david stern's being fired this is not david stern's being asked to t- step down asked right. to move into a different position I, I don't think it's anything even close to that uh still it's another year on his contract uh, yes, the Mets are always going to be that team that sort of uh, is in the back of David Stearns' mind and will always make an offer, and I'm sure will be a, you know, taking conversations with David Stearns offline at some point. Uh, but this, to me, was more about David Stearns being exhausted and having a young daughter at home that he doesn't get to spend enough time with, that he wants to spend time with. So to me, stepping into an advisory role, which I do believe he will do for a year, I think he'll... I think it'll be a one-year deal and then sort of a reevaluation period. So David Stearns is not leaving Milwaukee, um, and I believe that. In fact, he told me in a private conversation, Alex, he loves Milwaukee. He loves where he is. He loves that he can raise a family in Milwaukee. It's easy. Uh, His daughter has great friends. They've made great relationships. He just wants to be more a part of that, I think, right now. And he also has a lot of confidence in Matt Arnold. But he was emotional. I thought uh, there were moments where he had to kind of hold back tears uh, early on in the press conference and then at points of reflection throughout. Mm -hmm. Uh, He'll still be involved. But I I, I say it's about a year with the Milwaukee Brewers, maybe a season. Uh, These advisory roles don't last terribly long. Uh, And a guy with David Stern's intelligence uh, and how many teams are looking for somebody like David Stern's, I think there will be no shortage of teams wondering what he wants to get back in it for real. But right now is not that time. That's really interesting, Greg. The, 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 thanks for bringing up the private conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by the fact, you know, and he said it multiple times in his press conference, right? He's not going anywhere. He loves Milwaukee. He was asked, and correct me if I'm wrong, you were in the room, but it was something along the lines of, what's the perfect situation? He responded, the Milwaukee Brewers, which that feels to me like he doesn't want to leave. And to your point, he just wants more time to spend with his family, his friends, develop those relationships and have more time away from baseball than he got uh, previously in that role for the last seven years. It's, it's fascinating to me. So, so to be clear, that was Matt Arnold who said that. That was Matt Arnold who said this was the perfect situation. And that was a follow-up question. The initial question was, you know, he had so many other job opportunities. What kept you here in Milwaukee? Uh, and Matt Arnold spoke glowingly about the situation, the yeah. talent, the leadership, spoke glowingly about David, his mentorship, his friendship throughout the process. And then the follow-up question was that to that was, what is the ideal situation? And, and Matt's response was the Milwaukee Brewers. But I don't think David Stearns views it differently. Uh, 
I just don't think he's going to have a similar role, and he made up his mind, with any team next year. Baseball, president of baseball operations, that's not going to be his title next year with any team. It could be in the future, uh, potentially, and maybe with the Mets, but it won't be next year. Greg Matzik, sports director at 620 WTMJ, the Brewers flagship with us here on the high noon hour. I'm Alex Strofe. Uh Greg, what do people need to know about Matt Arnold, right? That wasn't a name, admittedly, I wasn't super familiar with. I was aware he existed, but don't know a ton of his work. What should we know about Matt Arnold stepping into this role? Yeah, I, Matt Arnold's a really interesting guy. Very long story, baseball career. He's a pretty young guy, relatively speaking. Uh, I think a little older than David, but still pretty young in the business. Uh, came up through the Reds organization, sort of bounced around. Uh, but David Stearns handpicked him. Like, this was David's guy. And I think he feels really confident about Matt moving into a uh, kind of a greater role here with the team. But part of the reason Matt Arnold was moved into that GM spot is... It was a retention strategy, not only for Matt, who was getting offers and looks from other teams, but also for David Stearns, who was also, you know, the, the, door, was, the door was open and then shut immediately by the Brewers saying no. Uh, <laughs> so the way it works, I guess, uh, in this world is that if a team comes calling and they have an idea for a promotion for you, in other words, uh, if Matt is the assistant GM and the Mets say, we want you to be the GM, the Brewers cannot get in the way of that. However, if it's a lateral move, the Brewers can step in the way. So they try to protect Matt Arnold and David Stearns with these moves over the last couple of years. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. And we did, you know, hear some of those reports, right, and Matt refusing to leave, or not refusing necessarily, but not leaving, getting raises and getting now a promotion to the uh, the president of baseball operations, a fascinating move. Uh, were you surprised by the timing at all, Greg? I, I think we all, and we, we keep referring to the Mets rumors, but we all knew there would probably be a point where David Stearns is, is no longer the president of baseball operations. This comes about three weeks after the season ends. Are you surprised by the timing at all or not really? Well, I, you know, it just it comes about a month after, not even a month after, David Stearns wrapped up his season-ending press conference saying that, you know, he's committed, he wouldn't really answer any questions about other teams, wants to be in Milwaukee, enjoys his time in Milwaukee. So you know this was on his mind at that time. He just wasn't ready to come forward with an action plan. Uh, and I imagine those conversations with Mark Atanasio were ongoing, uh, and that Mark did whatever he could to sort of keep David around in his present role, uh, for at least one more year. He has one year left on his contract. Uh, when that was, you know, I guess on the table, but ultimately not the way that David Stearns wanted to go, uh, this action plan was put into place. So uh, the timing of it is not terrible timing. It's really not. You, you're no. going into the free agent period. You're going into winter meetings. You're going into roster construction time. Uh, you're not overly concerned with arbitration at this point. Matt Arnold is incredibly familiar with the team the clubhouse makeup, all the things that you would want a GM to be kind of have his pulse on and really uh, be able to dive deep on, he can do it, and he's been there and done that. So I do think David Stern's loss is a loss. Having him around in an advisory capacity is great, but it's not going to last long, and at some point it really will be matched ship to run and sail, and uh, you know he'll have an assistant to groom as well. So he's 43 years old. He's been at the Brewers for six seasons. Next year will be his seventh. Um, been the GM for two years, moving into an advanced role now, going into his third year. Uh, and this is a big deal. This is a big deal for Matt, but I, th- I do think he is ready. If you spend any time with Matt, you know he works his tail off. Uh, he's a very engaging personality. I, I think fans will like him uh, as a person. Now it's a matter of can he piece the right team together like David did for so many years. 
Well said. couple more for Greg Matzik, Sports Director of 620 WTMJ. I keep looking back at that Josh Hader trade on August 1st, Greg. Uh, that's that's the day where things changed for this Milwaukee Brewers team. They were in the lead of the NL Central at the time, obviously don't end up making the playoffs. Uh, I, the morale in that clubhouse went downhill from August 1st forward, it seemed to me, from the outside looking in. Do you think the Josh Hader trade played any role in this decision today? I don't. Uh, I really don't. Um, and, and David, he was asked that question. You know, it, it, it was really more about the season right. than the Josh Hader trade. But but I do think the trade cost the Brewers a shot at the playoffs. Uh, if you're telling me Josh Hader on the club wouldn't have accounted for two more wins, I'm not buying that. He would have. Uh, so I do think the team would, would be a playoff team or would have been a playoff team had that trade not been made. Um, and I think David is understanding of not only the fan perspective, but understanding that it maybe wasn't the ideal timing and it rocked the clubhouse in a way that he didn't expect. Uh, I have no doubt he was looking out for the long term of the Brewers, but I don't think anybody in the clubhouse was worried about 2027. They're worried about the now, and this was disruptive. I don't think the Brewers' season ending the way it did had influence on David Stern's decision to back off. Um, the only thing that would have delayed it, in my opinion, is if the Brewers were a postseason team, maybe you're doing this sometime in November versus the end of October. Greg, you're phenomenal. Before we let you go, the burning question we all need to know the answer to. What flavor yogurt was it this morning? Vanilla. I put a little oh. granola in it and some craisins. It was delightful. Craisins? Is that a cranberry raisin? Yeah, that's right. Am I, am I stupid? I've never heard of this. Yes, you are. I've never heard of this. There's, there's such a uh, thing as a cranberry raisin? Uh, there is. I mean, it's a great time to be alive here, Alex. Uh, wow. just step up. I think there's a little market across the street uh, yeah, from your is. studios. Hop over. I'm, Hop over I, and demand that you get a, <laughs> a thing of craisins. So are, do they taste like normal raisins? Because I don't really like raisins. No, they taste like craisins. <laughs> great answer. Greg Matzik, sports director. It's, it's a cranberry <laughs> raisin. Hey, I, real quick, Alex, yeah, the other thing you need to know about Matt Arnold, I didn't get to this because I felt I was being a little long-winded and I kind of cut myself off, but I'll do that you're, from time to time. You're a pro. I, Matt Arnold came up through the Rays organization. You want to talk about a small market team, minimal payroll, no butts in the seats, and those teams made deep playoff runs. He was part of those organizations uh, several years ago before coming to the Brewers, and he was also the head of their their scouting that that occurred overseas. Like He was a big-time foreign and domestic special assignment sort of guy. So he was an advanced scout. He did a lot of overseas travel, a lot of Dominican Republic travel. So he's got a good pulse on the international market, and he came up through a small market franchise, really in the Ooh. Reds first, but then the Tampa Bay Rays second. So he, he's, he's, kinda, he's been through this sort of model before with a small-er market team, not rich on payroll. They do have butts in the seats. That is a big difference. But he's been part of organizations that have become winning organizations when the cards were stacked against him. That is the best way you could have ended your appearance, Greg Matzik. That makes me a little bit fired up. I appreciate it, pal. Always always great chatting with you. Yeah, I thought I rushed it a little bit, but I was happy to get that across. No, that was that was good. You you got it at the buzzer. Uh, Greg Matzik, 620 WTMJ on Twitter at G Matzik. You can hear him also on these very stations for Green Bay Game Day pregame every, before every Packers game.